Countries make bold promises at COP26, but will they cop out? That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. On Friday, the House passed the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill, which will now go to President Biden for signature, having already made it through the Senate. The bill includes investments in roads and bridges and $55 billion in water improvements. Some of that money will go toward removing lead pipes and also addressing lead in school water systems. About $2 billion from the new bill will be used to fund Western water storage projects and to support recycling to stretch supplies without increasing diversions from already over-allocated rivers. Nearly $1 billion more is to be used for environmental programs in the West, including ecosystem restoration, conservation, and water efficiency. Almost $900 million is earmarked to remove unneeded dams and to restore fish runs on rivers. Of course, the bill includes more than water improvements. Billions will go toward transportation, including a first-ever nationwide electric vehicle charging network. There have been various pledges made by countries at the UN's COP26 gathering in Glasgow that, if kept, could limit global warming. However, some of the commitments have been criticized for putting off action to the future rather than taking steps now. More than 100 countries signed the Global Methane Pledge to curb emissions of the potent greenhouse gas by 30% in about eight years. The commitment was led by the U.S. and the European Union and included major emitters, Brazil, Nigeria, and Canada. Also, more than 40 countries pledged to phase out coal power in the 2030s or as soon as possible after that. But the U.S. was notably not one of them, nor were Australia, India, Japan, and China, which alone has half of the coal-fired plants in the world and plans to build more. Over 130 countries promised to halt and reverse land degradation and loss of forests by 2030, including Brazil, Indonesia, and the Democratic Republic of the Congo, which combined are home to 90% of the world's forests. The commitments must be carried out. A new study showed that if the climate pledges are fulfilled, the chances of preventing the worst effects of global warming are significantly improved, but still only one in three. Millions in the U.S. are unknowingly drinking tap water that includes many contaminants linked to cancer, brain damage, and other health problems. The nonprofit Environmental Working Group updated its database, and 56 new contaminants have been discovered in tap water over the past two years, including PFAS, or so-called forever chemicals. They also found pesticides and radioactive materials. According to federal standards, most tap water is legally safe, but the group says that is hardly the case, adding that governmental oversight has been failing for years. The organization says that water systems in the country are antiquated and plagued by rampant pollution of their sources. Also, they say EPA regulations are commonly based on archaic science that allows unsafe levels of toxins. Some pollutants can be eliminated by using filters, but some others cannot. Because contamination varies over geographic areas, consumers can enter their zip code on the group's website to see the type and amount of chemicals their water might contain. And finally, COP26 is bringing words into the lexicon to describe how we'll deal with the climate crisis. Terms like 
net zero or carbon capture. And there's another you might be hearing more of soon, green steel. In much of the world, steel is made in the same energy-intensive way it was a century ago that relies on fossil fuels. According to most estimates, manufacturing steel contributes to around 8% of all direct CO2 emissions. Green steel, on the other hand, uses renewable electricity and green hydrogen in manufacturing. In August, a Swedish company called Hybrid made the world's first fossil fuel-free steel. Last month, Volvo unveiled a vehicle made with green steel and plans to build all its cars without fossil fuels by 2026. Steel will be a crucial part of climate solutions as the need for more electric vehicles and wind turbines increases. And on the eve of COP26, the green steel industry got a boost when the U.S. and E.U. agreed to negotiate an arrangement that could implement measures to ensure steel and other metals are made, releasing the fewest carbon emissions. They would also block exports from countries like China that use coal. The timing couldn't be better given the passage of the infrastructure bill with funding for bridges, ports, and EVs. And that has the American steel industry seeing green. That's it for this week in water. Be among the first to donate at least $75 to H2O Radio during our year-end fundraiser, and we'll send you a package of True Earth Laundry Eco Strips. Good for the environment and good for environmental journalism. Give at h2oradio.org and thank you.